Welcome to the Social Lounge, the show that covers one topic in depth each series. I'm Angelica Stella. And I'm Hansen. Today, we're talking about social media and mental health. We also have a surprise guest for you at the end of the show, so make sure you listen all the way through. Yes, especially since mental health is an issue that has only grown worse due to the pandemic. In fact, did you know that there are an estimated 53.2 million cases of major depressive disorder globally, which is an increase of 27.6% due to the COVID-19 pandemic? That is why it is important that more people are educated on this topic. Wow, that is why we have invited someone who is more well-informed about this topic. She's an educational psychologist and school counselor. Let us welcome Ms. Francisca Hartono. Thank you so much for joining our podcast, despite your busy schedule. It's such an honor to have you here. Uh, yeah. First of all, basics. What is mental health or some general facts you think everyone should know? Okay. Hi, Angelica and Hanson. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, yeah, I'm Miss Francisca and hopefully I can share you something important about mental health. So your first question is about what is mental health, right? Okay, so mental health is a person's emotional and social self. Um, it's like their inner well-being. So for example, we as a people, we look after their uh, our physical health, right? Through exercising, eating well, sleeping well. So it's just as important to take time to look after our mental health too. So mental health is important. It's something that everyone has. It's worth making time for. It's part of being a human. It could be positive and negative. It can change. It's changeable and it's complex. And there is another like, you know, some myth about mental health saying that, oh yeah, mental health is a sign of weakness. It's shameful. It's just feeling good all the time, but actually it's not right. So which age group do you think is the most affected by this mental health problems? Okay, based from my research, according to the data, actually the young adults aged um, 18 until 25 years old have the highest um, chance to get the mental health issues, right? But then still any, any kind of age, they can have the mental health issue. For example, 20% of adolescents like you guys, you may experience some mental health problem and then also even children or younger children 10% of them can be diagnosed to have a mental problem and um, the other one is the adults um, um, age 26 until 49 they can also have a mental health so anybody can have mental health issues That's right. And now, especially because of the global pandemic, it's not just people who are aged between 18 to 25 who are most affected by these problems, but also everyone. So how do you think the pandemic has made mental health a growing issue and why? Okay, so pandemic is something that we didn't predict before, right? We couldn't expect like... Um, who else in the world would expect, oh, we're having pandemic for almost two years. It's just a sudden thing. Um, we, we, we couldn't predict it before. So people suffer from losing their jobs, um, losing their family members, 
maybe some of them got positive COVID and then pass away, right? Or as simple as adjusted in a new normal. So because we as a human, we couldn't meet people, but then we have the needs to get the social interaction. That's kind of give us um, or affect our feelings and our thoughts because we have a limited mobilization right now. We couldn't socialize like before, you know, something like this online Zoom meeting. It feels different with face-to-face -face, um, gathering, isn't it? We couldn't have like the personal touch or the physical touch. So people lost their social interaction and probably a lot of us constantly feeling anxious, worried, uncertain because we never know when this pandemic is going to be ended or maybe we'll live with this COVID-19 forever. We just need to adjust it our lifestyle our health protocols so all of the feelings that we have it affect people in all age all countries all races and for sure they will <clears throat> affect the mental health and some of them might have anxiety and depression so it is true based from the research that the rate of people who have anxiety and depression or sleeping disorder it all increased significantly during pandemic. I definitely agree. However, the pandemic is definitely not the only factor affecting mental illnesses. So besides this, what do you think are one of the most major causes of mental health problems? Um, actually, there are no exact cause for mental health disorder or mental health issue. Yeah? It's kind of combination of a lot of factors such as physical health, environmental stress, psychological trauma, or even heredity. So it's by genetic, you know, I, if I may give some example, people who have schizophrenia, perhaps one or two their relatives also have it. So it runs through the genetic, but if you ask me from my um, experience and from my observation when I'm handling my clients, probably uh, the major causes are long-term stress and then childhood abuse or trauma, um, social isolation or loneliness, and domestic violence. You know, violence doesn't mean... <clears throat> physical yeah it could be verbal also right it could be emotional also so usually people who suffer from abuse um, by their family their friends it's always related with the relationship that can be the cause of mental health uh, issues even though remember our lifestyle also really matters like our work habit our eating um, lifestyle, uh, our um, sleeping uh, hours, yeah, it all can affect our mental health too. Um, so, I'm sure that you know, since we are all staying at home, we have been occupying ourselves with our phones or using social media. So, do you think social media is one of the factors that affect mental health, and why do you think so? I can say yes, it affects mental health because 
you know when you are scrolling social media unconsciously you will see what other people post and you will compare yourself isn't it like for example yeah how come i'm still staying at home and they are traveling around the world already um how come these artists or influencers they can flew to america while i'm staying at home you know so we as a followers or as a social media user we didn't think or we couldn't think that whatever the post that we have seen so far actually it doesn't portray the whole life of that person for example we follow an artist we adore them right we feel like okay this is my role model i need to follow whatever she is buying whatever she's using but in fact it could be only one percent of her life that was posted in the social media how about the 99 you didn't see when she's crying right you didn't see when she's having a mental breakdown or when she's feeling sick they will not post it because they will feel i need to brand myself i need to have a good branding yeah so social media has made a standard for all of us standard of beauty being successful being smart i need to follow the trend and, and etc but actually we don't have to follow that standard um, for people who think that they need to meet those standard or expectations they are trying to change their character or their personality they will like you know i'm faking until i make it so i will consciously they will consciously feel like okay i don't good enough i'm not smart enough i'm not pretty enough you know pretty should be having a long hair skinny you know black hair or blonde hair whatever it is yeah so eventually it will affect their self-esteem their body image their confidence and anxiety and many more so that's why social media is really affecting mental health for many people I can definitely relate to that. I think many people personally, when you see how your other friends are doing or your peers, yeah, maybe un- subconsciously, uh, you just can't help from comparing yourself to them. So do you have any uh, tips or like to prevent this from happening? What do you think are the limits to using social media? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we need to be principled. We need to have our own standard for ourselves, not to follow what other people's standard. Yeah. So it's true that we need to love ourselves first, be proud of who we are and what we have. We can enjoy the social media and use it for something good, but don't get too attached to it. And do not just change ourselves for the sake of the social media or for the community for example like you said before okay my friends um visiting this place yeah okay when when you don't have the time and for example the money to shop you don't have to do it right but for people who think that i need to follow the trend even though i don't have money i will start myself i will save my money and then i went for shopping or i went for a dinner in this expensive restaurant just for taking a picture upload in my social media okay so we need to make sure that 
think twice before we do something and do not just follow whatever people post it because if we follow the trend and it becomes a habit of course it will affect not only financially for sure but also psychologically okay so uh, what are some ways that the social media users can modify like their use to improve their mental health okay so it can be okay it depends on our perspective social media can be a good platform for us for example if we see people has gained their success um, and it motivates us to work harder that can be a positive effect right we can work more diligently we can study harder right but Um, the bottom line here is do not just do it for social media, but do it for ourselves. So the other example, the benefit of social media is we can maintain our relationship and our communication with our friends and family. We are in the pandemic, you know, especially during quarantine time, we couldn't go anywhere, right? The only thing that can uh, keeping us in touch with my, our family and friends on social media. So. It you know just just think how to use it. It can be good. It can be bad. And there is should be a limit or a boundaries. But certainly, like all things, there's always a positive side of everything. So, what do you think are the aspects of social media that can positively affect our mental health and why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, the positive effect is just like what I said before. It can motivate us. Um, it can be a platform for us to communicate, right? Even we can get um, for people like influencer, they can get some money, right? Because they work for the social media or they work in social media. But then there's also uh, a, a tools or like a ways for us to control the social media. For example, if you think this person is annoying and it can just create a drama for your life or you can just get involved into their toxic relationship, you know there is a unfollow button, mute button, and hide button, right? So don't feel guilty, don't feel guilty to do it. Just press it because if they just bring more unnecessary thought for us, you just You know, don't don't involve them into our life. We have the right to do it. Um, we don't have to feel angry or upset um, when they ask, "Hey, I think you unfollow me." Yeah, so you know, it it depends on on how we say it. Um, and if they unfollow us back, yaudah, it's okay, right? So instead of keeping them in our social media it's also good if we can declutter some people as long as we feel more safer we feel more comfortable we feel safer when we are scrolling in our social media so yes social media can get uh, or can give a positive effect but um, how we do it is also important So now that you've talked about it, mental health is very important. So what are some indications or traits that can be seen from a person to indicate that he or she is affected by mental health? 
I will say as simple as change of the daily routines. Yeah. So, pay attention to your sleeping cycle, your appetite. Um, are you losing your focus or not during working or studying? Um, did you pull yourself from the social life or from the community? Um, are you isolating yourself in just staying in the bedroom for the whole day in uh, seven days in a week without um, communicating with anybody? Do you have a smooth swing or you feel depressed, worried or lonely for a long time? I think those are some um, signs that we can observe and we need to be aware. Now that we're in quarantine, there's the phrase self-care that has hurt a lot. And uh, it's not just taking care of yourself physically, like losing weight or exercising, but also mentally. So how do you think and what is the best way to improve our mental well-being? Okay. So when you're talking about self-care, it's actually the final step or the final stage. Yeah. The first stage should be self-awareness. Are you aware of ourselves? Do we are we aware of ourselves? Yeah. Do you know what are your strength and your weakness? Do you know what is your interest? What is your hobbies? Something that can make you feel excited, happy, calm. You know all of that feelings. After you feel okay, I am aware about myself. Okay. How does it affect your self-esteem? That's the second stage. Yeah. Do you care when people are talking bad about you or you just ignore? When people compare you, do you have any sister or brother? When people compare you to your siblings, how do you feel? If we have a good self-esteem, we won't get bothered by what people think or say or judge to us, right? So after we have a good self-esteem now it's time for us to take care of ourselves by doing the self-care so self-care doesn't mean you know okay do exercise do your hobbies no it should be like a uh, a comprehensive um, stage or cycle so we need to be aware first about our feelings we need to be aware about our thoughts and then we take care of it how we take care of it nah okay if you are happy when you do exercise then you can exercise if you are happy when you are dancing around then you can dance but if you're happy to do some yoga or just listening to a calm music or you are happy when you're cooking do it so self-care means you are paying attention to ourselves, to yourself doing what doing um, um, a me time that's the the, 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 the the name right doing the me time love yourself and care about yourself first without you care about people and love other people so self-care um, could be anything and of course the basic thing should be fulfilled yeah like eating sleeping um, something like that So certainly we should uh, also not only take care of ourselves but also help others. So how can I like speak or 
help, try to help someone with a mental health problems like depression or anxiety? That's a very good question. My suggestion would be be there for them. People who have anxiety and depression sometimes they feel nobody cares about me. I don't have anyone that care and listen to me. So if you have people who has a um, anxiety or depression, ask them as simple as are you okay today? How are you today? How are you feeling today? Those question might trigger to another whole story that he or she will share to you. So what can you do? Just listen to them and say, I am here for you. I will listen to you. And do not judge them. Do not say like, ah, your problem is just so, you know, it's not that worse. Other people outside is having severe or worse problem than you. Do not belittle their problem. But just listen to them. You can pat their shoulder. You can hug them. That's good enough for them. That's true. I definitely think that maybe even the smallest things that you can do to a person can make really make all the difference. So if you don't mind me asking personally, was there ever a time where you were really stressed out? And can you share some tips on how you cope with it? Mm-hmm. Of course, as a psychologist, I'm also human, right? I also have a feelings, I have problems, yeah? So how do I cope up? Usually, I accept whatever is happening. So I will say to myself, okay, I'm feeling stressed out or I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling sad and it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. That's the first step. After I accept the situation or the condition, all of my feelings, I will talk to someone. Someone that they will listen to me and they will not judge me because I know they care about me. I will share all of them to them, my thoughts, my feelings. I'm just basically maybe venting out. But after that, I will feel more relief for sure. I will feel better. After I'm doing that, I will think, okay, what should I do now? Step by step. If all of those negative thoughts coming, I will just, okay, no, 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 no. It's okay. It won't happen. Everything is going to be fine. Or maybe I can make a to-do list. Or maybe I can uh, um, do it uh, little by little. At least I'm making a progress every single day. Don't just put too much pressure to ourselves also. So... Focus with the positive thoughts and work on things that I can control. If a lot of things that bothering our mind is something that we cannot control, we cannot do anything, right? But rather than focus with that, how about we think, okay, what can I do to make this situation better or to finish this job? And it's all connected. Remember, uh, um, imagine in front of you, there is a triangle. The first one is thoughts. Your thoughts will affect your feelings, the other side, and your feelings will affect your behavior or your action. Okay? And it all connected. So if one of that is negative, 
you know you know what happened next yeah so remember if something happened uh within ourselves we need to think is it because of my thoughts my feelings or my behaviors and um, we are you know exercising or practicing to be aware of ourselves so do you have any suggestions or anything to say to the listeners on what to do during this difficult period of time to maybe cheer them up or improve their well-being mm-hmm. okay first is be aware with our feelings and do not try to hide it just imagine that you are a bottle a water bottle okay whenever you put a water inside and nobody drink it or you didn't um, put it out pour it out okay eventually it will you know explode right that exactly the same with our feelings if you just keep hiding your feelings one day if you have any trigger big or small you will explode so rather than waiting it until explode how about you express your feelings talk about it talk to your parents talk to your friends talk to your teachers your counselors anyone that you feel i can trust these people okay and also keep maintaining your communication or your relationship with people that you love especially during this hard time during this pandemic time you need someone to you know having fun even though it's online i am having fun with my friends with the zoom meeting we are playing online games it's it, it can be done you know it just we need to be more creative to do it yeah but if we just staying at home do nothing we just complain and complain this is all because of the pandemic nothing's gonna change yeah pandemic is something that we cannot control okay and the last one is things that things that we usually forget are you taking a good rest are you taking in a, a, a enough sleep every day uh eat healthy food drink enough water do exercise When was the last time you go outside and see the sunlight and smell the fresh air? When? Okay, ask yourself. Because if you just staying in the room doing the online class, of course you will feel stuffy and lonely and bored, right? You need to go out out of your room, okay? And do some of your hobby, try something new. You know, there's a lot of things in the in the in the in the social media. Are you into the coding? You can join a webinar or short course about coding. It could be free. Okay? There's a lot of uh, opportunity outside for you to learn something. And if you need it and if you feel like I have tried everything, go find a professional's help. I would suggest. Do not just hold it or think everything is going to be okay, but if you have done something for yourself and you feel I think I need someone professional in this field. Go find help. Ask your mom and dad to bring you to the psychologist or to the counselor. Hope that helps. I guess I think that uh, if you're having a lot of trouble with something, don't be afraid to reach out for help before. Yes. don't be ashamed or anything because i think that will only make the problem even worse 
So thank you so much for coming, Miss Francesca. We definitely learned a lot from this talk today. Uh, that's all for today. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. <laughs>